0: MLM Nation, episode 212. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chas. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and before we start, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training stories, just like ML Nation. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now, here's today's iTunes review of the day comes from Melody Campbell. Says, I love this podcast and be trying out the M Nation uh, Insider too. I've been I've learned so much and fused my daily activity. Thank you, Simon. To you and your guests for sharing your wealth of information. One day I'll be a guest on your show when my results have created value. So thank you for sharing that, Melody. i'm uh, glad the show has helped and I love that. You know what you should do? You want to be on the show we talked about the visualization, the move you play in your mind. Go take one of the thumbnails and crop out someone of someone's picture and put in your picture in there and visualize that. See yourself on stage. See yourself on the show. And you start becoming, magical things happen. You start becoming and acting like that person. And when you start becoming, you got to be before you become. You automatically find yourself attracting better and better people into your business. And they also help out your family life. to so you increase your leadership at home? So... Thank you, uh, and my nation, if you love these episodes, please take, you know, one or two minutes, just subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, they really mean a lot to us, appreciate that, thank you in advance, please, please do that, subscribe, rate, and leave a brief review on iTunes. Alright, uh, now let's go to today's show, today is a special episode, we get to hear on what's going on behind the scenes at ML Nation and get a close-up view of what's what I say the world of Simon Chan. You know, This is where you get the latest news about ML Nation, but also sneak peek inside the life of an entrepreneur. The latest adventures I'm going through, uh, the, my journey as a husband father, my wins, and when I learned, okay, I don't say losses, when, then when I learned, my reflection and deep thoughts, you know, what I'm currently reading and learning, and also each episode I share a valuable lesson and tip to help me build a six-figure passive income MLM business that still pays me every week even though I'm no longer active. Or I spend five minutes a month just making sure my auditship processes. So some of you have contacted me through email or Facebook, and I figured this is the best way I can talk to all of you, share what's going on in my life, and the lessons I've learned. I do warn you, though. I am not perfect and I make a ton of decisions I regret later on. Uh, But maybe I shouldn't say regret because that's how I learn. I don't want you to regret. That's a bad word. I caught myself there. These are decisions I've made that have helped me learn quicker. And so in this episode, you get a sneak peek of the trials and tribulations of an entrepreneur that just won't quit. So my goal is to share with you how to avoid the mistakes I've made. And this episode be a ton of things that you're going to learn about leadership and the things that I've done that I wish I had done differently. Because I'll tell you one thing. Life is not easy. My life is definitely not easy. I don't want it to be easy because otherwise you won't be learning. And an entrepreneur is never easy. And it's a nonstop journey of new lessons learned. You know, the reasons I do what I do is because not necessarily for the money, but for a bigger purpose of having a positive impact as many lives as possible and the fulfillment I get from helping others. That's what drives me. And that's what should be driving you as, as well. Because if you're just chasing for the money, I'll tell you, once you get, you'll get the money eventually, uh, it's going to be very, very disappointing. It's got to be a bigger purpose like that. And by the way, if anyone ever tells you that once you made it, it's easy, then they're either for lies and BS, goes, or they've never made it yet. So anyway, welcome to behind the scenes at ML Nation and the world of Simon Chan. So let's start off, um, like this, you know, time's by so, going by so fast, it's August already. It seems like I just shared, you know, I've been uh, almost a month at my new place. All right, and a lot of things have happened. Um, we had our quarterly meetings, and so every quarter, that's every 12th, 13th week, I meet with my business partner and also, you know, update with my team about what's going on. We do a recap of what went well and also what we need to do to take the business to the next level. And I highly recommend every one of you to do this because and not just for any business, but in my MLM business, I also had quarterly planning. And a lot of you may already do this already, like a 90-day go, 90-day blitz, but it's really to look at the calendar year. Now, one of the benefits of this is to treat your business like a business. If you look like a publicly traded company, they have quarterly earnings reports, right? Whether it's Apple or maybe your MLM company, if it's publicly traded, they have quarterly earnings reports. So you should take a look at what you've done this quarter as well, because otherwise, Time goes by super, super, super fast, okay? And so we just had our quarterly meetings. It was a little bit late, um, and that's actually one area we are improving on. Uh, we actually would meet out of convenience, and that's actually the last time. So, for example, what I mean by that, instead of meeting the last week of June to start the quarter on July 1st, uh, because of my travel or my moving, we moved it to like July, uh, mid-July to have our meetings, which is uh, not good. not good so one area for improvement that we have done is meeting uh, by the calendar year so this third quarter uh the ends on october 1st and we end on the sunday the last sunday of the quarter so again don't quote me on this i think it's october 1st but the new quarter starts on october 2nd actually hold on a second i should know my dates right yeah it is october 1st and by the way how i knew that i actually have a little app on my computer here called uh timer i think it's called timer let me see what it's called. Uh, it is called t- uh, Timer think, or Countdown. How come I can't find this name? Anyway, you can go to the App Store find out Countdown Timer and I actually put in October 2nd there and then every day on my screen there's like a little floating window that counts down. So right now we have about like 60 days before the end of the quarter. So it keeps me like a sense of urgency because if you don't have urgency, time goes by super, super fast. So that's one thing I share with you. I could recommend is get a quarterly meeting, get your top leaders, top couple of people just plan out and hold each other accountable. What are you gonna do? So we list out the projects we're gonna do for this quarter. Uh, we had a really, really good second quarter, and um, the reason why it was good because more organized, you know more organized and we had a lot of systems built. Uh, accountability, working with the team. And so right after my business partner, we met and then we had a team call where our entire team and at ML Nation, we all know what the main projects are. And here's the second tip is to stay focused on those projects. We have five main things, uh, really two big, big ones, and the other three are kind of smaller ones but important to get. Two main things that's probably going to take a lot of our time, and we figure all oh, our energy has got to be on these five things. If they're not in these five things, we got to pass up on them. And it was tempting because this morning I got an email of something that's really cool. And I was actually going to go in there and start. And I caught myself at five minutes in and said, wait a second. This is not a top five priority here. So let's put it off to someday maybe. And then it just puts into, uh, was an email. I have a photo called at Action that puts it in there. And later on, maybe, um, you know, if we get all five things done, I'll look into it. Or maybe a year later, I'll get into it. But not this quarter. Stay disciplined in your focus. Right, so these quarterly meetings really help you stay um, stay focused. I highly recommend to do them. Now, if you don't have a team, still do a quarterly recap. What's going on? What's going on with your business? Uh, and set goals down. Okay, set short short term goals because it's really not. A lot of times in business, uh, and I may have mentioned this, like one, two, three-year goals, you don't really, business happens so fast, especially in network marketing, where you can bring in one person and totally change the dynamics, right? I'll give you an example. So just say you have one person, you have nobody in your team right now, all your time is spent prospecting, and that should be. So 80% of your time should be spent on prospecting, recruiting. And all of a sudden, you sign up two people. Now, all of a sudden, who's going to train these two people? Right? Now, even if you don't train them one-on-one, uh, maybe you have an upline that's going to train them, but you still have to, maybe they ask you for help. So maybe your upline is doing all the training, but you are uh, doing the like the admin, helping out a few couple of things, or general support. You are still involved. And what does that mean? That requires maybe they're texting you. Maybe they're calling you. Maybe asking you for help. Maybe you got to go to the house to support their home party. So all of a sudden that totally changes the schedule, right? So it's almost like the plans that you said, oh, I'm going to prospect from five to eight every single day. And by the way, that's a consistent prospect that you should have five to eight every day. And all of a sudden, I can't do that anymore because um, for 20 minutes, I got to talk to John and John needs help. So that's why sometimes it's really difficult to do the one, three-year goals. And that's just two people. Imagine you're born to five new people on your team. Totally changes, right? So short, short-term goals, I find out doing weekly, even daily goals. Uh, I even have it down to hourly goals. What am I doing this hour? You know, I'm kind of burnt out now, tired. I'm going to meditate for a little bit. Then what am I going to do right after my meditation, before the kids come home? Setting specific goals like that. I found myself being able to achieve a lot, lot more. All right, so uh, let's move on. What else is going on? Um, so I had a quarterly of meetings, and I was like, here's a big thing that happened. Uh, i will a few things. And should I share good or bad? Well, that's a good thing. I went to a church, my church retreat, and... Um, like two, like a 10 days ago, right? And I think the one th- aha moment I got out of there was I felt like God spoke to me that I was not leading well at home, okay? And I'll be very transparent. I was not leading well, meaning that I was doing, and I'll and just to let you know, ever since we moved, things have been very interesting at home. I like to use the word interesting adventure because we live in a really nice place up the hill, but it's not as convenient, and I used to live in the most convenient place. When I say convenient, everything is five minutes away or less, okay? Even with traffic, maybe seven minutes. So uh, going to the mall, going to Costco, going to Home Depot, going to get my Obi groomed, okay? Poor Obi needs a groom right now. Getting him groomed, taking my kids to school five minutes away, five minutes back home. Everything was so easy. You name it, uh, Chinese food. You know, you wanted to get a pizza. You want to get a Korean barbecue stick. Everything was five minutes. Chipotle, everything was five minutes away. Now, everything is different. Everything needs to be planned out, scheduled. I found out taking my kids to school takes one hour round trip. Uh, dropping them off at two schools and then picking them up on the days. My wife works two days a week because okay? she's like basically full time mom, but she likes to do two hours uh, two hours a week to just keep her busy and makes life interesting for her because uh, she's an eye doctor. She likes to she, she can never see herself just staying at home. She wants to do some at least something because she went to so much schooling for that. She enjoys helping people with their eyes and helping patients. So. When I do have to pick them up, that's another hour in the afternoon. And Sometimes with traffic, it's a little bit longer. So I spent about two to two and a half hours in the car. So it used to take me like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Now like two hours, two and a half hours. And So that has been the challenge, buying groceries and all this stuff. And I realized that we're getting by, but not organized. I wasn't, uh, we're getting by, but things are not uh, efficient. Okay, so I want to say efficient, meaning like we, you know, we eat dinners, but uh, we end up wasting food because there's no plan. We used to have a plan exactly, exactly what to do. I mean, my in-laws are in here right now living with us to help out, which also adds complications. And so I found the, the big aha moment was I wasn't leading well at home. And you know, I'll be honest, that's why I wasn't leading well. Things are happening, but I need to step up and be the leader um, and create systems. So systems were working, but now they're broken because we moved. Okay, so systems means who's buying the groceries, who's getting the stuff, where the nanny—all are broken because we moved and the situation is different. And you know, we've been at this house for almost a month now. I need to take charge and be the leader. How to get the time? So these are things that they're challenging. Like I'm running a business, being a father, I want to spend time with my kids, and still. Um, so I just see this. Hey, this could be. I think the old old Simon would be just complain negative about it. But now I'm just saying, hey, this will make me stronger because I remember the same the same thing same thing happened when I first got married. It's like, wow, I don't have freedom. And then when I had my first kid, it's like, wow, things are tougher. And when I had my second kid, my third kid, and I was like, and by the way, don't worry, it's not going to be another kid. Okay, three boys is enough. It's tons of fun, but not recommended. The uh, life gets really interesting and happening and crazy at certain hours in a day with three boys. So. Every time this happened, I've been shoved outside my comfort zone. But I've learned uh, it takes me maybe one, two weeks, maybe a month to get adjusted, and I become way, way, way more efficient and more time management. So it's all about creating systems. So that's what I realized my aha moment. Uh, even using, you know, for business we use a software called Asana, which is some people use it called Bootcamp. You know, it's a similar thing, Bootcamp Asana. So I started using Asana for home as well because I found out unless my wife and I we assign tasks to each other. Uh, we drop the ball on certain things and everything has to be documented to prevent people from uh, even sometimes going to store twice. You know, when I'm going somewhere and I didn't realize my wife needed something because the old systems are all broken. And by the way, so here's a good system to use is we use Google uh, Drive and we have a document that's shared that every time, for example, we're going to Costco or we're going to Trader Joe's, wherever we need, We put it in there, so we're running low on toilet paper. It goes on a document, so whoever's going there, even if I hired an assistant to help me run an errand, they'll just go to the Google document. They'll know exactly what to buy. Okay, so we don't have ever have to go to the store and say, "And my wife is calling me. Oh, I'm at the store. What do you need to buy?" That never happens because whatever I need, once I think about, it, I put in the document. So every she ever needs it, she just checks the document, buys it off, and once she buys it, she just crosses crosses it out. So that keeps us covered and saves us time. But um, son is a little more complex. We've got a lot of things going on. My other house, old house, is being renovated, being rented out. So that's another—that's a major project too. So we're paying a, you know, we're paying a renting where right where we are, and paying the mortgage. Uh, we got to get that rented out and doing that at the same time while still uh, running ML Nation and being a father. So that's actually one of the things I'll share with you what's going to happen. But I'm really uh, excited to taking the, being um, stepping up as a leader. That's what I need to do, at home. And basically, like uh, spending as much time, like the, it's really the mindset. I just have, instead of like, oh, let's get by, let's get food. But really, hey, I'm the leader. I'm running. I'm like a man. I'm like a CEO of the house. I gotta run it efficiently. Okay, this is all having all these systems and rules in place so they can happen to autopilot. Instead of like scrambling. Oh, what's going to happen for lunch tomorrow? What's happening for dinner? Or what are we gonna do this weekend? Everything's planned out. Better planning. All right. Um, share something that is uh, was cool was uh, at the. My son, my oldest son, is into basketball now. Now, if you don't know me, I be, my life was basketball. Uh, my dream was to play semi-pro in Taiwan back when I was younger. And I wanted to, um, so I was really into sports. If you ask me back then, i will probably been a Tiger dad. Okay, If you don't know what Tiger dad is, like really go-getter, like get my kids into AAU ball at four years old, dribbling a ball, put a basketball in the crib and get them. But I think as, as i gotten older, like uh, all those people I looked up to, athletes they're either poor and broke or they're bums or someone passed away already so I don't really look up to sports heroes anymore my heroes have changed and so I always took an approach that if my son gets into it great if he doesn't I'm never going to force it on them I'm never going to uh, care I don't want to live my life through him I think I see a lot of parents do that uh, and you see these kids you know you YouTube videos the parents showing off the kids four or five years old they're super out or seven years old even like there's this kid at like five years old doing amazing basketball stuff right and I've seen so many people, they just, these kids get burnt out. They're not living their life. They're living their parents' life. And I never wanted to be like that. So, with my kids, even though I was so big into sports, I don't really care much. I think whatever they do, they like, they like, they'll, they'll do. So, uh, we have a basketball hoop in my backyard, and we barely used it. I just got it, but my, sons, my kids were not interested. So, I just left it. No one's using it. And then, when I went to the church retreat, one of the activities they had at night was to play basketball. And, uh, now, I've been retired for the past two years. And one of the things why I don't play basketball anymore is because I am uh, super, super competitive. Okay, so yeah, I cannot, I'm not the type of person that can play once a week. If I'm going to play once a week, I'm going to suck. I'm going to be terrible. I would go and, you see, I, I'm like a very boring person. I don't do many things, but if I do it, I'm going to go all out and be the best I can. If I'm not the best I can, I just get uh, angry at myself right? I get very, I'm very hard on myself. Now that doesn't mean I have to win, but I could lose. Like if you're better, I'll, I'll lose, but I need to know I did my best. And so playing once a week, you, you know, you, you just don't have the conditioning, the feel for the sport, feel for the game, your footwork is a little bit off. So every time I play, I'll find myself playing five days a week. While I'll even do sprints up hills or suicides, sprints just to get my conditioning. So when I do play the two, three times a week, at my church league or something, I would dominate and play well or play at the, the best of my ability. And that just when you get older, that leads to injuries and well, it just takes up way too much of my time. And I realized that, you know, I've known better that I cannot get into that because I get too caught up with it. And there's other responsibilities now, like not just business, but I wanna, I'd rather spend that time with my kids than you know, fulfilling my personal satisfaction of playing basketball well. Right? And that's the same reason why I don't play golf. Because I knew if I start playing golf, I'll be at a driving range six days a week, playing you know, every day, try to play as much as I can so I can dominate and play well. So I, that's the reason I don't do that, because I want to be more of a father. But anyway, so at the church retreat, the last time I played, I, I was actually retired. I haven't played since 2010. And then, was it 2010? Yeah. Uh, um, no, 2011. Like the 4th of 2009 was the last time I played. Then I played in 2014. I went to the same church retreat. And then at, at night, all the adults hang out, they play. And then, of course, my computer ju- competitive juices get flowing, and I start playing again, and then I realize, hey, I'm playing too much. I stopped. So I haven't st- played since 2014, September 2014, and uh, so this time I went there. I wasn't going to plan to play, and people said, come on, son you're going to come out and play. I wasn't going to go there. And what happened was, surprisingly, uh, I asked my son, my son said, I want to go play basketball. I want to go out there. So I went there, and... Um, to take him to play, and of course, I got sucked in, I played uh, like for two days and stuff, but here's the cool thing, my son got really into it, I think it was a special daddy moment, just watching him play, teaching him, and this is incredible how kids model, right, he was shooting like granny style, you know, if you're basketball, you know, like grandma style, underhand and chucking it up and getting it in, and he would, 10 uh, foot rims kind of hard for a 5 year old kid, and then he would use a kid's ball, and he would get it's a little lighter ball. He would make it. Then he, we didn't have a kid's ball because I didn't bring my ball. Like I said, I wasn't planning to play. He started using adult ball. And then he started seeing how I would shoot. And uh, so he would want to practice that, right? And so she, then he started using a kid's ball when we finally got one. And because he's practicing the adult ball, he started making all these shots. And he got happy. And then he got hooked. So once we came back home, he had just told me, hey, Dad, I want to play basketball. So we went to the backyard and... Surprised me instead of doing the grandma style, he actually shot like the real way, you know, all about modeling. And it's like, I, you know, it's funny, I taught him how to shoot like that, he wouldn't. But when he saw everyone else do it and he saw me do it, a uh, playing. Making baskets shooting that way, he started copying that way, and uh, so it's been cool. It's been, I actually got it on video on Facebook. I think a lot of people commented, watched it, his first basket ever, kind of shooting that way. I got it turned on my phone. and actually happened to get it, so it's really, really cool, daddy moment. That was a moment I'll probably never forget. I watched my son Nick's first hoop. So, um, aside from that, something. Um, how do you like the Facebook Live? Okay, Facebook Live um, at two forty eight p.m. Eastern. Now, why that time? It's because that time is... Uh, I'll share with you. Think. Okay? Comment below. Let me know how you like these Facebook Lives. doing. I just want to provide a little value each day, consistent stuff, sharing. And um, two other things before going, I'm going to keep this episode a little shorter than the last one, is um, I will be in Philadelphia on August 12th and 14th uh, for Bob Heilig's Breakthrough Academy Live. Great, great event. If you're in the definitely go out to get there, go out there, go to BreakthroughAcademyLive.com to go there and check it out, alright, and if you definitely, if you're in the Northeast and Pennsylvania area, you should definitely go, if you learn one thing, it'll be definitely worth it, uh, I'll be there, we have a little booth and table as well. Also in the last couple of days and week we've been uh, doing a lot of social media training, if you haven't checked out Jessica Hayden's training, definitely, definitely check it out, Okay fantastic stuff. Uh, She did a webinar and like an hour webinar with great nuggets of content. Uh, If you haven't seen the blog on Sunday, definitely go check. uh, It was posted like three days ago. Definitely go check out. Go to mlnation.net forward slash Facebook recruiting. Really, really, really good stuff. Uh, If you learn a couple things out there, it's worth it. And also, if you think that's good, go get her product. Her product's definitely worth it. Really good stuff. All right? Um, And check out the blog from this past Sunday. I think with that, That is it. So um, in this episode, we talked about quarterly meetings, quarterly goals, definitely do that. We talk about leadership at home, using systems. I share about the Google Drive, how like you make shopping for groceries or anything your family needs between you and your spouse. Uh, Or you can apply to roommates as well, makes it a more efficient. And then I share like um, shooting hoops, modeling, my kid, my proud daddy moment. You know, and yeah, a lot of good stuff. So that's my life. That's what's going on at ML Nation. you have got super exciting things. i tell you, something really, really exciting coming up in September. I can't, unfortunately, can't share right right now, but you definitely know about it in the month. But for now, if you go check out Bob Heilig's event and go definitely check out Jessica Higden's training, mlnationnet forward slash Facebook recruiting. Facebook training, superb stuff. All right, with that said, thank you for listening. Let me know how you like this episode. Share it with the community. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. And remember, win the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation.